Hello and welcome to Fearlessly Freelance, the podcast for freelance women who want to unlock freedom in life and in business, build their confidence and create a purposeful and rewarding career. I'm your host, Seals Lockley, former freelancer turned agency owner and business mentor. Having spent over a decade riding the freelance roller coaster myself, I know just how much this journey can challenge you, which is why I'm here to help and inspire you to run your business with confidence on your own terms and most importantly, in a way that feels good for you. Have you ever thought, oh my goodness, I really don't know how to navigate this client relationship? Hmm, this is a tricky one. Yeah. Do you know what? Client relationships are very, very tricky. And here's why. When we are working with people, clients, customers, whatever you want to call them, there is a bit of a balance to be struck between the fact that it's a business transaction, but also, hey, guess what? We've got to also build a relationship with these people because potentially they might want to work with us again. We might want to get repeat business from them, but also we want to make sure that they tell their friends that we are amazing. So this is a a fine art, I think, client relationships and something that I've been very fortunate to spend many, many years of my career working with clients in an agency environment, which is the typical kind of environment where there is an agency which is serving a number of clients. And I've worked with clients who are very senior, very busy, kind of time poor, low bandwidth and very demanding. And so it's given me a really good insight into how to manage clients in the best way, how to deal with difficult people, how to deal with people who perhaps don't have a lot of insight into what you're doing and that you need to kind of quickly bring them up to speed on the essentials. And also people who perhaps are under pressure themselves and sometimes do have to vent that onto you. So I've had, yeah, many, many, many clients over the years, not just as a freelancer, as an agency owner, but also in my role as a senior account director, an account manager, and all those roles I did in those agencies over the course of the last 20 years. So in this episode, I want to share with you how to manage clients in a way that is going to bring you success, is going to bring you positivity, is going to bring you more clients and more work. And navigating those relationships in a way that is going to keep you sane, because a lot of the time, clients can drive us mad. And I believe that having spent all these years working with clients, that a lot of the time, it's not just the way they're treating you, but it's also the way that you treat them. It's a two-way exchange. So it's very important that you put the work in to understand how you can manage your clients better and how you can get the best out of them as well as how they treat you. And yeah, so I'm going to talk you through all of those different steps. So the first thing to obviously navigate with clients is, do I really want to work with this person? You know, if we let people into our business, we are giving them permission to have a piece of ourselves. And that can be quite a big deal. So don't just let anyone into your space. Don't just give anyone a piece of you as a client. Make sure you have vetted them. Make sure you have filtered out the red flag clients, the people who are going to be a nightmare, the people who are going to demand things, are going to push the scope, are going to pay late, are going to ask for a discount, are just going to be a pain in the ass, 
We don't want them as clients. So when you are doing your discovery calls, your interviews, you know, checking the clients kind of, you know, what they need, their requirements, ask them loads of questions. So really get to understand what, like what kind of person they are, what makes them tick and whether they're going to be right for you. And you know what? Most of the time, your gut will tell you. You don't need to think about it too much. You will know deep down whether that person is right for you pretty much straight away. So make sure, first of all, that they are a good fit for your business. So once you've onboarded that client, you know, they're working with you and you're building a relationship, what is the most important thing to think about? So apart from all the usual stuff, like being nice to them and asking them questions and making sure they're okay, I want you to really focus on making a connection with them. Because when you connect with your clients on not just a business transactional level, but on a human level, you're actually going to be helping to build trust. And a connection with your client isn't just about, hey, how's your day going? How are you? Yeah, here's the work. See you later. It's much more about you taking the time to listen to what they want, what they need, and trying to actually get inside their heads a little bit more. So ask some questions about their life. Remember that people do love talking about themselves. So ask them loads of questions about, you know, hey, what have you been up to this weekend? Then you'll get some insight into their life. And then remember to write these things down. So if you find out that they have a great interest in this particular book or particular type of TV show, get your client file up. This could be a Word document on your computer that you just like write notes about your clients and write down what they're into and use those points of interest to have future conversations. This is really important because it means that you are listening to your client and you're getting to know them. You're taking a real interest in them. You're not just treating them like another person that you're working with and it's all a bit vanilla. You're really, really trying to connect with them as a person. And this isn't about you, you know, inviting yourself around the house for dinner or getting too involved in their personal life. This is just about you really connecting them on a human level. And it's very likely that the reason they're working with you is because they are a bit like you. And I always say this, we attract what we are. So if you are a bubbly, bright, bold person, you are going to attract bubbly, bright, bold clients. So there's very, very likely that you're going to have things in common and you can use that to really help build that connection. And that's going to be a very, very important part of the foundation of your client relationships. Once you've built that foundation, once you've really got to know each other and you start to connect on more of a deeper level, then you can really start to feel that trust building with a client. Now, trust isn't built just because you know what color they like or like what their favorite snack is. It's built upon the fact that you're there as an ambassador of their business, as an advocate of their work, and you are somebody that they can trust. So we tend to trust people who, A, give us an inside leg on things, like tell us stuff ahead of time. We trust people who are honest. We trust people who are human as well. So if you are like, do, if you've done something wrong, if you've made a mistake, own up to it, tell your client, even if it feels a bit embarrassing, they will respect you much more for being honest and open rather than concealing something or make like making up a story. So just be very, very clear with them and build that kind of authenticity from the off. The other way to build trust is to really kind of go out of your way sometimes. And you don't have to do this loads because, you know, 
you've got to also have a life. But go out of your way sometimes to really make them feel special and like kind of cultivate trust in a way where you appear to have their back. So good example of this is say there's like an update, say you're a social media manager and there is an update coming that's going to affect your client directly. Rather than kind of waiting till your next call to speak to them, you could send them a special update email, like heads up, just want to let you know this is happening. Like I really wanted you to know because I think we should do X, Y, and Z. That kind of almost like authority that you're holding for them and that you are really helping them like proactively outside of perhaps the agreed parameters. Occasionally, not too much because, you know, we don't want to push the scope is going to be a great way to build trust. Okay, so we've talked about connection, connecting with your clients and getting them to trust you. The next area you really want to kind of be able to navigate well when you're building relationships is boundaries. Now, boundaries are effectively things that we can use to protect ourselves from feeling threatened, feeling overworked, feeling out of our comfort zone. And ultimately, they're there to be you know, exercised and used so that you can become a really strong and purposeful business owner. If you don't have boundaries, then of course, you're not going to feel like that because people are always going to be pushing you. They're always going to be taking you further than you want to go. So from the very beginning, make sure you are very clear with your clients what your boundaries are around things like emails, texting, communication, payments, whatever those points of your business where they're going to be interacting with you. And maybe you have had issues in the past, just be super clear about what you expect. So you might say, okay, you can contact me via email anytime, but I'm not going to respond during these hours. These are my working hours. You could put your working hours on your email signature to make it really clear. You might also want to say to them, I don't respond to Instagram DMs. If you want to get hold of me, like if there's an emergency, then you know, send me a text or WhatsApp me. It just depends on what your personal preference is, but make it very clear to them when you're onboarding them that these are the ways that they can communicate with you and these are the available hours that you have for them. And that's going to stop them from pushing into your personal time and making you feel like you've got to always be there in this kind of role of servitude, which we don't want to get into. So really manage those boundaries, be very clear with your clients what you expect them to do and what they can expect from you around those kind of key points, you know, communication, you know, project delivery, payments, those sorts of things. Just be very, very clear what to expect. So the final area to consider when you are building relationships with clients is to think about the fact that at times it might feel like this person is no longer a client and is much more of an acquaintance or a friend. And that's great. It's great to kind of build that much rapport with somebody, but just always remember that this is a business arrangement. And I've definitely been a bit guilty of this in the past. I've definitely um, ended up sort of almost treating some of my clients like friends and felt really kind of almost like beholden to them, like what they wanted. I just wanted to keep them happy. And, you know, I felt very kind of emotionally invested in their businesses. And that isn't healthy long term. And here's why. At the end of the day, you're running a business. And if you get too matey with your clients, if you get too friendly, they're going to take advantage of that. And I'm not saying that as a, a diss to your clients, but they are because it then changes the dynamic of the client relationship. So no longer are you the service provider and they're the client, but actually you're like, kind of like their, their runaround, their buddy, like, I'll just, yeah, I'll just do that for you. That's fine. No worries. But actually 
that's not serving you because it's kind of like having a toxic friendship where somebody is expecting things of you that you don't really want to do, but you'll do them anyway because you want to keep them happy and you just kind of go into that people pleasing mode. So really check in with yourself as to whether you are maintaining a business-like relationship with your clients or whether it's kind of veering into that kind of, oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, okay. Just because it's you, I really like you. So I'm just going to say yes, territory, which sometimes is okay. Sometimes that's good if you're trying to build rapport. But when it's got to the point where you're doing that all the time and the business-like you know, commercial aspect of your relationship has kind of gone almost. It's kind of like by the by, that's not, that's not healthy. So let's make sure we're always reminding our clients that this is business. So for example, if they ask you for something that pushes you beyond a boundary that you don't feel comfortable about, you need to tell them and you need to communicate why as a business owner, that doesn't work for you. So for example, if somebody asks you, for a service which you no longer want to provide and you're not happy about doing it and you don't feel like it's right for you, if you've got that really matey-matey relationship, you might feel guilty, emotionally investing that person and guilty about saying no. So you might just say yes anyway. When you've got more of a business-like relationship and you're kind of protecting that part of you first, you're much more likely to be able to say to them, do you know what? Actually, that's re- I'd really love to help you, but I don't offer that service anymore. That's not something I'm happy to do. Um, here's somebody I can recommend. And when you kind of take ownership of that, you're really exercising the fact that this is a business relationship. This is not just you doing them favors and they're doing you favors. I think that kind of dynamic can be quite dangerous. And I really wanted to talk about this because it has happened to me so many times. When I was early freelancing, I really felt very emotionally kind of wrapped up with my clients in a way that, you know, I felt so bad if I hadn't done something for them or if I hadn't like done everything they wanted, even if it was completely outside of the scope, even if it was completely beyond what I'd agreed to do, because I just didn't want to disappoint them. And it's okay. Like this, remember, this is business. This is a commercial agreement and you don't have to do anything that you don't feel comfortable with. So when we're constantly like reminding our clients, okay, you know, just exercise those boundaries, exercise that the fact that you are running a business and tell them like, you know, I'm really sorry that doesn't work for me. Or, you know, by the way, this is the scope we've agreed. And if you'd like those extra amends, that's going to be an extra, you know, X amount of money. When you sort of take that kind of language into the conversation, it helps them to remember that you, again, they're not doing you a favor, you're not mates, it is a business transaction. All right. So in summary, when we are navigating relationships with clients, we need to remember these four things. We need to remember to build connection because that's going to build trust, because that's going to make them like us, recommend us and give us more work. But we also need to protect our boundaries and we need to make sure that they know exactly what those are. And then finally, we need to also remember that we're running a business and that we won't be allowing them to kind of abuse that relationship to the point where we feel beholden to them and we won't allow that relationship to become too friendly because of course it is a business relationship. All right my lovelies that's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. 
Now, if you want to get much more from the Fearlessly Freelance community, then this is your VIP invitation to come and join our hype squad. You can find us at Fearlessly Freelance on Instagram, or if you're a freelance woman in search of a women-only safe space to hang out, come and join us in the Fearlessly Freelance community on Facebook. And in here, you can make friends, ask for help, and get access to free resources, advice, trainings, and events. Thanks so much for being here, and I'll see you soon. Thank you.